Podcast hosted by Pete. Here we go now. Yep, here we go. One more time. That's right. Hey, hey. Here we go now. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, hello, everyone. What is going on? Welcome to. Here we go. Sorry, I had to do that again. <laughs> um, hello, yes, that's where you are. You guys have come to the right place. This is Here We Go, an NSYNC podcast hosted by me, comedian Peter Sears, uh, 42-year-old straight male Peter Sears, um, sometimes stoned when he does this podcast, Peter Sears. <laughs> um, you guys, really quick, like... Um, before we even start, I mean, we've started already, but before we start, start, a uh, couple things. Um, number one, I want to apologize to you guys listening. Um, I kind of fucked up last week. <laughs> a couple things, uh, maybe you guys noticed or didn't notice, um, but I'll start off. I'll give you a long, sad story, and then I'll just, you know, um, as some of you guys may know, um, I released my comedy special last week, so it was a bit of a whirlwind of a week um, leading up to last Friday. Um, I had, you know, podcasts to do and promos to record and just all kinds of stuff, and um, and then uh, my guest last week, Michelle, who you guys uh, know now, um she we had she and I had rescheduled um I forget what had happened so I was just kind of in a time crunch so um when I recorded the episode with her um I had a bunch of stuff going on that day a show and stuff and anyway long story short I didn't get back until really late and by the time I got back home I was already so fun fact I have trouble sleeping because I do stand up almost every night and so I eat marijuana before I go to sleep because it helps me sleep and sometimes I'll eat it on the way home that way it doesn't kick in I don't I never drive stoned on purpose sometimes I've anyway that's another story altogether but um, I'll take it so that by the time I get home the edible will start to set in and then I can go to sleep and you know make sure I can get enough sleep because it is hard for me to sleep you guys I'm sorry um, it's my problem not yours however um, I did that, and then I got home, and I was like, shit. Normally, I just, you know, if I don't have a guest, I can just upload the podcast, and it's not a big deal. But when I have a guest, um, there's some editing involved. And <laughs> so last week's episode was a little messy um, because I didn't cut it right. It's editor stuff. And I'm not even a great editor, I'll be honest. I kind of just know the basics, but um, I didn't blend the tracks together together the way they were supposed to I, I kind of put them off anyway if you guys you guys may or may not have noticed that like the first 40 45 minutes of the podcast last week were fine and then we had to take a break because we both had to pee um and then so the second part was like the last like 15 or 20 minutes um I just didn't line up the sound strips the correct way so there's probably like a, a five or ten second delay between she and I and what we're talking about. So like 
there's parts where we're like talking about the same thing and it kind of works but um you guys may have noticed that and like what uh, i don't get it so i apologize um and once i realized what had happened because i didn't realize it until i actually listened to it and then i was like oh shit but at that point it had already had like you know you know a bunch of downloads and it was just there so i was like i don't have time to go back and redo it my special coming out so that's my apology to you guys i messed up the last 15 to 20 minutes were a little sloppy um <laughs> and i made i made an official apology on instagram but um i would like to tell you that it will never happen again but chances are it may and i'm sorry I don't take this, you know, I, I told you guys before, like, I don't take this possibility, this possibility, this responsibility lightly, um, you know, because I know I have a, a job to fulfill with some of you guys, and so I want to do that justice, um, but I am human as well, and I do sometimes have a lot going on, so, um, so yeah, that's my story, you guys. I would like to say, though, we'll, we'll get into it, but... Um, just what, uh, yeah, you know, I'll say it, um, there's some really cool people that listen to this, uh, podcast, and there's some really cool people who, you know, kind of contribute and hit me up on social media, and I, I really do appreciate this, and, uh, Because, um, because I don't know most of the people, you know, I try to interact with everybody. Um, I don't have a huge platform yet. Um, so, you know, when people message me and whatnot. I have no problem messaging them back. As you guys all know, I try to do it, um, the best I can, you know, but sometimes, like I said, it's only me, and uh, I'm sorry, I'm not perfect, um, but anyway, you guys are awesome, that's all I'm going to say, and I'm going to say this, so I'll just start off by saying this, um, I have a listener who has contributed, you know, quite a few just fun facts to me, and I've relayed them to you guys, but I want to give her a shout out, because I don't know, I'm assuming, so if you guys saw, by the way, how great was Michelle, how great were Michelle's stories last week, and what is exciting is uh, after she and I, you know, after we did the podcast, and she was talking about how her and her mom, or her mom, her sign and her mom are in the NSYNC Live from Madison Square Garden concert video, she went back and watched it and sent me some of the pictures and the stills and stuff like that she just like screen grabbed them and whatnot um that's just <laughs> that's just so cool like she's a piece of instinct history you know and but um after the fact you know she remembered a bunch of other stuff so we're gonna have to have her back uh really soon and that was fun but um in the picture i posted of her she had a jc chazé shirt on so a lot of people got a kick out of that and uh, I got a message from uh, one of the listeners and I think her name is I think her name is Lola um, 
her Instagram handle is uh, Chasse Bay. <laughs> Um, and it says it says Lola. Sh- it says her name is Lola Chazé Defoe. So I don't know if her middle name really is Chazé or if maybe she's related. I don't know. But all I know is that she has sent me some fun facts. And you guys, um, she sent me, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of talk about this, and we're gonna end up having to um to do a whole episode about this at some point in the very near future because I don't know when this surfaced or how it surfaced or what and like I said there's a lot of you guys you know I never claimed I I, I was very honest with you guys from day one episode one um a lot of you guys know a lot more about the band than me about you know fun facts and whatnot um, and this person like I said I think her name is Lola Shazé Bay on Instagram um, sent me the story of Kate which some of you guys are like oh my god yeah I know what that is I didn't Uh, You know, I I had no idea about this. And basically, for those of you guys that don't know, it's the unreleased second album by J.C. Chazé. And, you know, the link that she sent me is only from a couple days ago um, that someone put it up on YouTube. And I have just so many questions. Where have these songs been the last, you know, 15 years? Because that's apparently the timeline on when he was gonna release it and then didn't for whatever reason um you guys know i talked about this from the very beginning uh in real time jc was my favorite nsync member for a number of reasons um oh yeah and i want to apologize about that last week too there was you guys might have heard a little static uh on the episode and that was because um I had forgotten my headphones and so when I'm recording this podcast I have headphones that I can hear what's going on and correct whatever happens but I didn't have them that day so I wasn't able to hear like some of the static and stuff that happened so I'm sorry you guys hopefully it was still a good episode for you guys minus my snafus um (laughs) So, uh, so yeah. Oh, sorry, it's already playing. No, 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 no. I didn't realize I was doing that. Um, here we go. This is what this song is called "Until Yesterday," and it's the first album. What? Uh, what? Now, uh, I'm like, this song, already I'm like, this is fucking dope, dude. Why didn't he release this? JC Chazé, why didn't you release this? What? Are you serious? Uh, uh. JC, man. Turn it up a little bit. Look at the mess you've made. You know I love you so much. 
Like what, dude? Are you serious? What? 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 I mean, okay, so like I said, I'm listening to this and I'm just like, how has this just never come out in 15 years? Like, who was hiding it? Why were they hiding it? Why? And I know probably why JC didn't really, but like, according to the list right here, it says that this song is produced by Justin. So, you know, this had to be, like I said, it was supposed to come out in 2007, apparently. Um, I have said, you know, I said it on here. I talked about it last week with Michelle. Um, I loved Schizophrenic. I loved that JC did an album. Um, I thought that he was, I mean, everybody. You asked the guys in NSYNC, not that I talked to them, but like, JC has the voice. Like, I mean, maybe the best voice. But, you know, as we can tell from his social media, he's just a very, you know, quiet guy. I've learned that. Um, so I don't know if you guys know, but I, we, I think we talked about it last week on the show. But um, Michelle was like, you got to listen to the NSYNC or the, the JC and Lance interview. And so I did. And, you know, listening to JC, it kind of sounded to me he didn't really say it, but he did kind of say it. He said, you know, that he was, uh, you know, he he doesn't really see himself as a solo artist. He he liked being in a group more so than being a solo artist, which is odd because he's got this this amazing voice and this charisma and, um, yeah, like and and yeah, like his album didn't blow up with our love. Haha, <laughs> see the pun there, like Justin's album did. But, I mean, I loved it. You know, I think the difference was, for whatever reason, um, you know, Justin immediately, you know, kind of went, you know, him and Christina went on tour when he came out with Justified. And JC, you know, I saw him, like, at the House of Blues. So he was playing smaller venues like that, which, you know, I feel like is kind of more of his style. You know, I'm learning more and more that you know he was kind of like the quiet one you know where the other guys would go out and try to get girls or you know obviously lance was not on that boat but you know he was kind of out doing his thing trying to keep his identity secret um and jc was just kind of like you know he wanted to rest his voice and he wanted to write and get into writing music and he still you know loves writing music um and so, like I said, I just want to know why this album never came out. And how how has it been, you know, archived for so long without any... I mean, I never knew. I mean, this is obviously kind of like... It wasn't really pre-internet, but it was pre-the like the internet like we know it now, you know? And um, whatchamacallit, like... Just I just felt like there had been some leaks or because that song is great and I and I listened I listened to the whole album today while I was working out and it just I mean I was almost crying I mean I'm I'm gonna to be one hundred percent honest you know I get inspired you guys I'm a, I'm an artist 
you know, true and true. I love creating. I love performing. You know, that's why I think that's why, you know, even though I didn't make it, you know, as a boy band or a pop star member, I never um, like I didn't just give up. I just kind of tra- it was ne- it was weird, like my career trajectory. You know, I started off wanting to be a singer, wanting to be a pop star. And so because of that, you know, I would take dance classes at Millennium. I would take classes with Wade Robson. You guys know who Wade Robson is. Um, I would take classes with him and, you know, other choreographers as well. Um, I never got to take class with Darren, but I got to take lots of many classes, you know, with Wade and, you know, go to his like workshops and stuff and, you know, taking classes with Jerry Slaughter, who used to work with Brittany. Um, and I'm sorry. Yeah. Not, yeah, no, I'm sorry. Jerry Slaughter worked with Christina Brian Friedman was the one that worked with Brittany mostly and Wade too, obviously. Um, but, you know, so I went from being a dancer. And the only reason I, I started dancing was because I thought that I could kind of maybe do the, um, I don't know, some of you guys know who Paula, I mean, you guys should all know who Paula Abdul is, <laughs> hopefully. Uh, I know it's, she's kind of, she's more famous for this generation for being a host of American Idol, but she was a pretty, you know, she had some big hits in the 80s and 90s, and she was a dancer first, you know, she was a backup dancer for Janet Jackson, Um, you know, J-Lo was a backup dancer, and so I kind of wanted to take that route when my singing, you know, I I couldn't really, I didn't, I didn't, there wasn't social media and stuff, so like, there wasn't really, and like I said, the internet wasn't really what it was, so there wasn't a ton of information on like, how you could audition for, you know, a music label or recording a demo or whatever. That was like really the only thing we knew was like record a demo. But it's like, okay, record a demo, you know, put thousands of dollars into a demo that was, this is back then. Now you could just do a demo on your phone basically for no money at all. But back then, you know, it was harder. So it's like, well, why am I going to pay? I can't afford it, number one, to pay thousands of dollars for a demo. And number two... Um, you know, how, who do I give the demo to? Like, do I just show up to the record label, like Coyote Ugly and pass them out? And by the way, if you guys get the Coyote reference, Coyote Ugly, Coyote Ugly reference, um, congratulations. We are about the same age. That was a classic movie as well. Um, but my point is I, I, I went into dancing thinking like that, that could maybe be my in as a musical artist and through dancing you know, I started doing that, and then, you know, at some point, um, I started taking acting classes, because I'm like, well, you know, like, they would, my, my dance agent would send me, like, on commercial auditions and stuff, and I had taken some acting classes in college, but no real formal training, so I'm like, okay, I'll start taking acting classes, too, like, I'll, I'll, I'll broaden my repertoire, and then in taking acting classes, um, I started at Groundlings. I'm sorry this is boring, but it's relevant to what I'm talking about right now. I promise. I'll bring it back full circle. I promise. I wanted to be... I decided that I wanted to also... Because I've always been funny. You know, I haven't been doing stand-up for a long time. But I've also... I've, I've always been funny. Um, so I started taking classes at Groundlings, which is like an improv school where a lot of people that end up on SNL you know, Mad TV and such go, right? Um, 
So we are going to um, so okay. So I go to this I go to this comedy acting school, and then I do it for a while, and I loved it, and I kind of was like, okay, yeah, like I'm gonna start doing this too, and then they told me that I needed to go take real acting classes and then come back to continue my comedic acting training and I was like okay so then I kind of at this point I'm still kind of dancing but you know there's only a, a short shelf life as a dancer and like I said I just got into dancing because I thought it would help me you know launch into my music um, and then I, I actually have a lot of songs written uh, and I don't know if they'll ever see the light of day but I think if I ever become famous or relatively famous maybe I'll just release it as like a book of poetry or something but I wrote like quite a few songs because I thought I was going to be a pop star but anyway so I went from acting class so I went from dancing you know singing singing lessons dance class dance lessons you know dancing acting classes and you know eventually the um the transition led me to stand up which is what I do now and I've now started to kind of incorporate some singing into some of my stand-up shows, um, as some of you guys may have seen on the internet um, when I posted. But um, my point is, like, I just love the arts. I love watching great acting. I love watching great dancing. I love listening to, you know, great music. I love watching great com Like, you know, I just, I love it all. And I get inspired sometimes by these things, you know, I could, I can watch something or listen to something and it'll make me get inspired to write. And so I'm listening to this never released uh, JC album and I'm just like, fuck dude, like this dude is so talented. Still, I mean, he could still do it. He could, he could drop this album and it would be extremely popular because um, it's it, this the sounds on it are you know there's some ballads on there there's some funky songs like the one i played for you guys um god bless america is a song that i really liked on there that's also coincidentally produced by justin timberlake there's a song with timbaland like i mean this one was fucking this would have been i don't want to say better than his first album but like this would have helped him take the next step and I just don't understand like I said why it, but why it didn't get released and also who after all this time is like oh yeah here it is like who just leaked it onto the internet like this but thank you whoever you are I appreciate it I think all the NSYNC fans appreciate it and if you guys haven't heard it it's on YouTube um, I will I'll post a, a link on my socials uh, when I release this but it's fucking good, you guys. It really is. And I hope, you know, like I said, I, I heard his interview with Lance. And it just sounds like, you know, you know, because he's, we talked about this, but like, you know, like the guys like, you know, Chris and Joey and Lance, you know, they're kind of doing collabs with, you know, the guys from the Backstreet Boys and Boys to Men and all that stuff. And, you know, I've kind of mentioned like, I mean, I don't hate it, but I don't love it either. Like, I feel like, Backstreet Boys, let's be honest, you know, they're still together and they're still performing, but, you know, they haven't had a good album since uh, Never Gone, in my opinion. Um, I think that was the name of their album, the one that had Incomplete on it, right? 
never gone, never gone. I know that song. I know. I'm sorry. I love NSYNC, but I do like Backstreet Boys. But I'm going to be honest. Like I said, they haven't released a good album since Never Gone. Yeah, it's called Never Gone. And, you know, I don't I don't mind saying that because, like I said, I love NSYNC way more than Backstreet Boys. Um, and so, like, they've kind of been doing, you know, they did that, they did that, you know, mega group thing where they merged with New Kids on the Block. Do you guys remember that? N-K-O-T-B-S-B. It's like, I mean, it was fine. But, like, NSYNC, you know, just, you know, they, we thought they were on a hiatus and then it turned out to be a breakup, you know, of sorts. And, you know, my point is, is just from listening to JC kind of speak on it, it seems like he would definitely be into a reunion. Um, and I think all the guys are. I think they're like their answer, their generic answer is like, yeah, like, you know, anything's possible kind of thing. But really, between you and I and everybody listening, um, I think that's their answer because they can't say in public, hey, we would do a reunion tomorrow, but Justin doesn't want to do it. Am I wrong for saying that? I don't think so. I think I think that's the hiccup, you guys. I mean, you guys probably all agree, most of you guys. Um, the reason there's no reunion is because of Justin. And I even have a tidbit of information, and I'm not going to gossip, but... Yeah, fuck it, dude. I'll s- no, I, I can't say it. I can't say it. <laughs> Because, yeah, no, I can't say it. If you want to know what I was going to say, send me a DM. But, um, you know, they did the they did the Coachella thing with Ariana a couple years ago. And obviously, it was Justin. He couldn't do it because he was on tour. But, like, he could have done it. He wasn't, he was in the area that day. Like, he could have, it's, it's fine, you guys. But I think the, Justin, we love you. I love you. You're my idol. But you're putting a hold on this in sync reunion <laughs> for whatever reason. Um, and so that's what it sounds like when I hear JC talk is that he would do an in sync reunion, but he's not really going to be about like all these collabs with these other boy bands. And that's fine. But also, he, he kind of got the impression that he doesn't really see himself as a solo artist. Like, him doing a solo project was just because they were on hiatus. And it was never the plan to go solo. And so, I don't know, man. I don't know. That's just kind of what it sounds like. I think he likes privacy. I think he likes, you know, he, he loves music. He likes writing. You know, but this album, you guys, you guys have to listen to this album. Like I said, I was inspired listening to that shit th- this morning at the gym. Like, you know, I'm very specific about what I listen to when I'm working out. And... uh I was just like, hold here, I'm going to play this fire song really quick, like, for you guys. Just really quick, just a little sample. Just a little sample. Uh. What? Uh, give me that shit, JC. Uh. Uh. What? Smoking her eyes brings tears and cries. 
What? Listen to that beat, dudes. Timbaland produced this. Oh, dude, I mean, JC, JC, for the love of it, JC, there are millions of fans around the world that support NSYNC, but that support you, and we would show the fuck out. We don't care. I could speak for all of you guys, right? We don't care that you fucking recorded this album 15 years ago. Drop this shit, make it official. Get back into the gym if you feel like maybe you're not... I don't know. I haven't seen him in a couple years. But fucking, we will support this, dude. And you will be a superstar. I mean, you already are. But, like, you will be relevant if you fucking release this shit. And the thing is, is that he probably has new songs that he is written and whatever that he could drop. And it sounds... I mean, this... Like I said, that was 15 years ago. But that song could be out right now. Like, I'm not one of those guys. Like, I like a lot of music of today, you know. But that's just as good as any of the stuff. So, from all of us to Mr. J.C. Chazé, release this album. Let everybody hear it. I got to figure out a way to get it onto my phone so I don't have to listen to it through YouTube. There's like an MP3, and I, I guess I can figure that out, but... I just wanted to share that with you guys because it blew my mind. Um, so, Lola, thank you so much for sharing that with me. Follow her, Chasse Bay, on Instagram. She's got all kinds of fun photos of JC, and she loves JC just as much as I do. Probably more, actually, because she knew about this and I didn't. So, thank you guys. And like I said, I appreciate you guys um, dropping little you know, nuggets like that onto my... Uh, into my feet. I, I'm, I'm, I'm open to all that and I will relay it to you, to everybody else. Um, you know, I will. So thank you. So, um, you know, we're still into no strings attached, obviously. And uh, this week we are talking about the song Just Got Paid, um, which was uh, a song originally performed by Johnny Kemp and uh, the song was originally intended for the artist Keith Sweat who if you guys are my age you guys definitely know who Keith Sweat is Keith Sweat was like (laughs) he was like make it last forever and ever like I can't even try to his he also has a very distinctive voice don't let our love leave. <laughs> Let's make it last. Anyway, um, and he also sings that song. I want to please you. I want to. P- Actually, you know what? Let's fucking play some Keith Sweat, dude. I don't fucking care. Just so you guys can kind of get it. Because he was really popular in like the 80s. Let's see. Keith Sweat. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Twisted. Oh yeah, you guys know this song. Uh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh. Uh. You got me twisted. 
I love music, you guys. I'm telling you, this shit fucking. Uh, I mean, he was just a smooth R&B guy. Uh, uh, what, what? Baby, baby, I know. What? <laughs> Sorry. Um, so anyway, the song was originally written for him, um, and he didn't want to do it. And then Johnny Kemp recorded it, and then it was nominated for a Grammy actually in 1989. And you know, Johnny Kemp kind of that was kind of like his one hit. And then because uh, Teddy Riley was one of the writers on this song, as we all know, Teddy Riley was one of the also one of the writers on uh, No Strings Attached, on, especially on this song, which is ironic because he worked on the original and he came back and worked on, uh, you know, on on this other song. So, on the remake. And, you know, it was it was interesting to hear NSYNC come out with the song. Um, you know, they, they did a remake. You know, they, 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 remi- they redid Sailing in the first album and then they were like, okay, yeah, we're going to come out with this. So, We'll play it really quick, like just a little, just a little sample. And I just, just, uh, yep, 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 uh, 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 uh. Now, what's funny about this though is that when I heard this song on the album, uh, uh. Okay, so um, I remember hearing this song on the album No Strings Attached and being like, oh, they, they this is a remake. And what's funny is that, you know, at the time, I'm sure there were people that were not alive or were not old enough to know that it was a remake. So they thought that this was an NSYNC song, kind of like, you know, with, let's say, Ariana, for example, when she goes, you can call me a hater if you want to but I only hate on him cause I want and which we'll get into um, very soon obviously because that's what the that's the song we're, we're talking about next week but you know there are a lot of people that know Ariana's song let's break up with your girlfriend right and they don't know that she covered like I mean this the first time I, I, I like this I like Ariana you know and I met Ariana, actually, ironically, um, long story short, but I used to train um, the late uh, Malcolm McCormick, who um, you guys may know as Mac Miller, but I used to train him um, a few years ago, obviously, before he died, and obviously he was dating Ariana, and she came into the gym with him one time, and I was like, oh, you're Ariana Grande. Nice to meet you. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, so, anyway, you know, but there were people that probably heard, th- like, the second I heard it, I was like, wait, that's an NSYNC hook. And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, dude. And I was, te- I remember teaching at the studio that I used to teach at and being like, you guys know this is an NSYNC hook, right? And I would play Makes Me Ill after that so they could hear where she got that lyric from. And uh, we talked about it a few episodes ago. I don't remember what episode it was, but I I was talking about... Oh, because it was when um, Drake sampled Sailing by NSYNC. Not the original version by... Was it Chris Christopherson or something? 
Um, or no, yeah, I don't fucking know anymore. Um, anyway, <laughs> so just like there were people that didn't know that Ariana had sampled an NSYNC song, there were people when NSYNC released this song that didn't realize they had sampled, you know, a song by Johnny Kemp. So anyway, and you know, NSYNC didn't write the song, obviously, but we'll just break down the lyrics because it's kind of a fun song. Um, just got paid Friday night party hopping feeling right <laughs> now okay so back in the day you guys <laughs> I can't speak for everybody but pretty much everybody got paid every other Friday that was it and I think at some point, you know, companies started being like, well, actually, we're going to pay you guys on the 1st and the 15th or the 8th. Like I worked for a company who got paid on the 8th and the 24th. Uh, some places we're going to pay you every Friday, like everywhere is different, right? You would get your check, you would deposit it. I think I don't remember what year direct deposit came into effect, but I know for a fact that it came into effect at some point in my lifetime because I don't know when that was because I remember going to the bank and having to deposit my check. <laughs> this, is, this, is a, this is a fun story. Uh, I mean, not really, just a memory. We, most of us are old enough to remember this. Like, okay, I could speak for all of us because we were probably all the same age at the same time for the most part. You would get a check and... You could deposit it in the ATM, but you'd have to wait something like three to five days for it to go through. And if you're a struggling young artist like myself or just a struggling college student or even high school student, you need that money or you want that money. You can't wait three to five days. You want that. You need that money now. So you would hope that you would get that check and then be able to go to the bank on your lunch break because you could cash the check and then deposit it as cash so that the money was in there immediately. Otherwise, you had to go and, like I said, you would deposit it in the ATM and then have to wait. So I, could, I think a lot of us back in this day could relate, to, even though this is a remake, could relate to the fact that we're like, yeah, I just got paid. It's Friday night. Like I have my money, I'm gonna I'm gonna party hop, which party hopping, you know, or clubbing, which is what I used to do back in the day. I used to love going to clubs. I was a club, and you know, looking back on hindsight, if you ask me today, like, hey, you want to go to the club? Fuck no, I don't want to go to the club. That sounds awful. But 1918 to like 24, 25. Honestly, 18 till like 29-year-old Peter would most definitely <laughs> have been like, yeah, let's go to the club. Um, <laughs> now, I'd say go fuck yourself. I don't want to go to a club. But anyway, um, <laughs> booties shaking all around. Pump that jam while I'm getting down. I mean, that's, that's a rhyme, dude. You could you could rap it. Just got paid Friday night. Party hopping, feeling right. Booty shaking all around. Pump that jam while I'm getting down. Like you could rap it. So I I can I can hear Teddy Riley's influence in this. Check the mirror. Looking fly. Which by the way, 
most of us are all old enough to remember this, but if you're looking fly, that means you look fucking good, dude. Like, yeah, I, I look fucking good, dude. Like, probably, like, because of my clothes, like, I probably have a dope-ass outfit, which I don't even know if people say dope anymore, but I still do. I definitely don't say fly, and I'm going to be honest, I don't think I ever did, but if you're in a music group, you can say fly. <laughs> Round up the posse. Now, um... <laughs> We can make fun of these lyrics because NSYNC didn't write them, but a posse is like, you know, a group of dudes. Like, on, to me, like, you think of, like, Billy the Kid and <laughs> Jesse James and fucking, like, all those uh, old, you know, cowboys. You know, I can't think of any other cowboys right now, which is weird, but, uh, like, that was a posse. But, you know, if you're referring to a posse, you're talking about, like, you and your homies. Which is funny because we're hearing the song from Five White Dudes. So, for Five White Dudes to refer to their crew as a posse, people today would be like, that's called trio appropriation. Hey, shut the fuck up, dude. Let them sing. <laughs> Jump in my ride. Radio rockin'. Hottest jams. Now, there's a testament to time. Do we even listen to the radio anymore? Probably not, right? I know I used to. I used to listen to, you know, morning radio, afternoon radio, like you at radio, or you played a tape in your car or a CD. Um, most of the time now when I'm driving, I'm listening to Apple Music, Spotify, podcasts. I don't really listen. Radio for me is not really a thing anymore. Like I do because I want to hear like what's new, but... I feel like that comes up in my Spotify or my radio on Apple anyway. So, I don't know. Plus, I pay for Apple and Spotify, so I'm getting my fucking money's worth, you know? But back then, yeah, you listen to the radio to listen to the hottest jams. Feel the rhythm. Pump up the sound. Feeling so good. Don't you know? I'm just grooving to the beat grooving grooving's like I'm dancing right like yeah I'm grooving oh 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 <laughs> just got paid Friday night party hopping feeling right Booties. Can we say booty shaking all around in 2022 in a song without the feminists getting offended? I don't know. I don't know, dude. It's a possibility. Someone's going to get offended. Pump that jam while I'm getting down. Yeah, people say my solo is impossible. But when I get up on the mic, yo, I'm unstoppable. What? <laughs> right there, right? I don't know what that means. Like, other than, like, that he can just rap really good or sing really good. And it's probable when you hear our voices laid down, you'll be bopping your head to this real tight sound. Now, tight is a word that I used to use for real back in the day. Yo, that shit's tight. Yo, that's tight. Yo, that's 
height. <laughs> I don't think anyone uses that anymore, but, but like I haven't said that in fucking years, dude. Now I know you thought you had me played. The check is in the mail. I got made. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I honestly, I don't know what that means. Now I know you thought you had me played. The check is in the mail. I got made. And if you notice, my smile is like Kool-Aid. Because I just got paid. Uh. <laughs> okay. Kool-Aid smile is like... Okay, I'm just speaking to the people that may not be young enough to remember this because who the fuck drinks Kool-Aid now? But back in the day, Kool-Aid was the shit. You'd put it in the thing, you'd put the sugar in it, and you'd have fucking Kool-Aid, right? But if you drank Kool-Aid because there's sugar on it, you would sometimes get like kind of like a milk mustache, but like it was a Kool-Aid mustache. So like they'd be like, oh, that's your Kool-Aid smile because it would be like you had like an extra set of lips. Kind of like when a girl kind of lets her lipstick run a little bit too long on her lips and it looks like... You know, that's what a Kool-Aid smile was. Um, on the floor, rocking to the beat. Always. Sure looks sweet. That rhymes. Fine young lady. Now, how young? Because, you know, with everything that's going on out there with the Epstein nonsense and pedophile rings <laughs> and stuff... You got to make sure she's legal, dude. So I don't know if you would say that line in 2022 either. How young is all I'm saying. Come on, baby. Sweet eye delight. I love the way you move. I love the way that you move. See, you look so sweet when you're moving to the beat. I'm tired of all these boring parties, baby. Why don't we get on down? Let's get on. Okay, let's get on down. So basically, this is like, hey, dude, you look really hot right now. And you're dancing and I'm, I'm kind of hot. You're kind of hot. Um, I'm kind of tired of being here. This is kind of boring to me. Why don't we go back to my place and fuck? Like, that's basically what that line. And I know you guys understand that. But just, you know, in case you were not following along. That's what he's saying. Why don't we get on down? Let's get on. Like, why don't we go fuck, dude? Let's go. I would never say that. Actually, that's, that's not true. I said that. Okay. Okay. Hey, look it. Here's an example of where PD can incorporate his dating life or lack thereof into the podcast. That's, uh, I'm not proud of this, you guys, but you know, if I've talked about my heartbreaks on this podcast, like I have, I guess I got to talk about my victories as well. Um, yeah, you guys don't think less of me. You guys know me. You guys know where, where I'm coming from. I had to be at this point, let's see, this was between, somewhere between 20, between 2004 and 2005. Matter of fact, I'm almost positive it was November of 2004, okay? Um, I went to Vegas with some of my friends. I'm sorry, no, this was, I, I know exactly when this was, this was May of 2005, okay, are you ready for this? I'll summarize this, so every year, my, my friends and I, 
you know, some of them, some of them have come and gone since because we're all older now. But we used to go to this baseball tournament in Vegas every year, Memorial Day weekend. We went this past year too, before you guys knew me, and uh, we went with another team. We kind of merged teams this this specific year, 2005, and one of the guys on the team had just gotten like a bunch of money. Like I don't know, someone died or he got into a car accident. He got like a lawsuit or something, but he had a lot of money, and he's like, I'm going to go get a hooker tonight. I'm like, dude, why are you going to get a hooker? He's like, I'm going to get a hooker tonight. I'm like, don't get a hooker, dude. Just fucking come to the club with me. Like, there's so many girls here. We're in Vegas. It's Memorial Day weekend. Like, the money that you would spend on a hooker, like, we could just get bottle service somewhere and have all kinds of girls. Like, he's like, nah, dude. I'm like, okay. So he went out, got himself a hooker. I went to the club by myself, Okay. Well, actually, I went with a couple of my friends, but they were just kind of hugging the wall, and I was dancing, because that's what you did back then. You went to the club, and you danced, kind of like they're talking about right here. And I was dancing with this girl, who I thought was very attractive. And then, while we're dancing, you know, a couple songs in, her two friends come along, and one of her friends is even hotter than she is. And I'm like, fuck, why do I have to <laughs> commit to this girl? This girl's a little bit hotter. And it, whatever, like, I would have still just, like, this, it, it wasn't like this girl was not hot. It was just, like, her friend was hotter. And then her friend was, like, we were all kind of dancing together, you know, but I was still paying attention to the girl that I was originally with. And then the hotter friend was, like, really kind of, like, dancing on me. And I was, like, dude, like, <laughs> what, you know, what am I going to do, you know? And then the girl that I was originally dancing with was, like, hey, I'm going to go get a drink. And I'm, now I'm in a, a, a situation, I'm like, okay, if I go get a drink with her, like, I'm obviously committed to her. But if I stay out here, you know, I can kind of play it off like I was just dancing and whatever. But also kind of see what's up with this other girl that's hotter that seems to be kind of into me, you know. So, anyway, so the girl I was, <laughs> I'm an asshole, I know, I was 24, get over it. Um, no, 25. Maybe even almost 26, because my birthday's in May. So, anyway. Um, so the hot girl's dancing with me, and like I said, she's really, she's trying to seduce me, like, for real, and I'm like, damn, dude, like, what's your name, I don't, and I don't remember her name, sorry, I'm an asshole, um, I'm like, you're really hot, you know, <laughs> like, like, I thought you're, I was in, I was talking to your friend, but I'm like, you're, like, even hotter than she is, and she's like, well, you're hot, too, and I'm like, okay, whatever, but, like, you're, like, really hot, she's like, you're really hot, and I'm like, well, you're hotter. She's like, no, you're hotter. And you guys, I'm not, I'm proud of this, but I'm not proud of this. I tell her, well, <laughs> why don't we go back to my hotel room and I'll show you who's hotter. And the only reason I said that, you guys, was because I was staying in the hotel that we were at. I want to say we were staying at the Luxor. Um, that's where the club was and she's like where are you staying i'm like i'm staying here like my hotel room's right upstairs she's like no you're not i say yeah dude she's like show me your hotel room key so i show her my hotel room key and she's like okay let's go to your room so yeah and that's i mean that's not the end of the story but use your imagination <laughs> um so where the he says, you look so sweet, you're moving to the beat, I'm tired of all these boring parties, baby, why don't we go down, let's get on down. I could say that I've never talked to a girl that way, but in this one instance, I did, and it fucking worked. So, <laughs> yes, we had a one-night stand. Yes, 
I walked her downstairs and got her a cab because I'm a gentleman. Yes, I called her, you know, several days later to follow up. And yes, she was so drunk that she didn't remember me. And that was the last time we spoke. So there's more to the story than that, but that's the summary of it. So, you know, I don't know. I guess in that kind of sense, I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't like her. Like we spent like not even a night together, but I would have seen her again had she wanted to, but she didn't even remember me. <laughs> I remember calling her and being like, hey, whatever your name is, this is Peter. She's like, Peter? And I'm like, <laughs> from Vegas? And she's like, oh. She's like, I'm sorry, like, which <laughs> which guy were you? <laughs> I'm like, which, oh man, this is not something that you want to hear on the other end. I'm like, um, well, we had sex. And she's like, oh, yeah. She's like, did we use a condom? <laughs> like, yeah, you fucking whore. We used a condom, dude. I'm not going to meet some girl in Vegas and just be like, okay. Like, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, guys. Um, that's the story. Okay, here we go. Enough of that. <laughs> just got paid <laughs> Friday night. Oh, and by the way, I'm sorry. But then... So I I didn't even buy this girl a drink and we, you know, did what we did. And then the next day when we had a game, the guy that was on my team, he had spent, I want to say like $1,200 on a hooker and was like, you know, with her, quote unquote. And she was like, okay, you have, you only got 10 more minutes. Like, <laughs> like she was like basically timing him while they were doing something i'm like dude you paid twelve hundred dollars for that and i paid zero dollars other than whatever i paid to get into the club and i hooked up with this girl for free so i told you to go out with me but you didn't so you had sex with a hooker i had sex with not a hooker but i mean you know whatever <laughs> just got paid <laughs> friday night like i said guys i'm not proud of that story but i am that was a different side of me. That was the side of me that used to go to clubs and, you know, try. And the reason I went to clubs was to meet girls. So, like, yeah, that's the ideal scenario for a 25, 26-year-old dude in Vegas. Like, that's exactly what we do. Um, I'm not that person anymore. Like I said, I'm 42. Like, I, I could care less about going to the club. But anyway, party hopping, feeling right booty sh shaking, oh I got the hiccups, all around, pump that jam while I'm getting down, say ho, say ho, <laughs> speaking of, <laughs> say ho ho, say ho ho, say ho ho ho, say ho, oh, just got paid, Friday night, Party hopping, feeling right, booties shaking all around, pump that jam while I'm getting down, I'm getting down, oh, I'm getting down, I'm getting down, 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 yeah, yeah, eh, I'm broke. <laughs> Oh, man. 
just a fun trip down memory lane, you guys. I know you guys, you guys that listen to this, you must appreciate these stories because otherwise you wouldn't listen. And I'm just being honest. You know, I, like I said, I've been honest about my heartbreak. I can be honest about conquests as well. Um, these songs elicit so many memories, and that's that, that's what's great about music, or any art form for that matter, but especially music. Like, for me, music can transport me to wherever I was in that time period, whatever I was feeling, whatever was going on in my life, whatever heartbreak, sadness, like, I can hear a song and immediately be like, oh yeah, that's when I work at the movie theater, oh yeah, that's when I work at Dave & Buster's, that's when I work at the gym, that's when I was performing, you know, that's when, you know, like, it's just so many memories, and that's what I think for all of us, the nostalgia of it all is what kind of we, we, we hold on to, but at the same time, you know, we just gotta wonder, like, how great would the music be if they kept making music, or if they just got back together and started making music, like, because Justin's music has continued to evolve, which I love, and he's continued to kind of, like, experiment and kind of redefine what his sound is, and also kind of not care so much about being super duper pop you know top 40 radio because he's got all the money he needs and he can just do whatever he wants and just be an artist kind of like prince did but like i mean I'm, I'm i don't mean to say it but kind of doing it better you know prince had you know his first couple albums you know 1999 and obviously purple rain was his fucking his masterpiece but then he came out with like, you know, Kiss and, you know, he did some sound with the Batman soundtrack and, you know, like he kept making music and even he still released music up until he died. But like, you know, he was definitely not getting radio play, but he kind of just be his music just kind of was just self-indulgent. Whereas Justin's like, no, I'm making music like I'm collaborating with these guys and this and. I'm still making good music and whatever. And JC, you know, with la after listening to this, his unreleased album and kind of what the evolution of his sound was going to be and, you know, thinking about some of the songs that he's worked on, you know, over the last few years, you know, as like a ghostwriter and whatever, like, you know, I think if they made sounds, if, if NSYNC got back together and made a new album like it would still be fucking dope dude they would evolve it would still be them but they would continue to evolve and so you know we could only speculate and whatever but you know, it would be nice to have that back at some point sooner rather than later you know do we want to see a bunch of 50 year olds jumping around doing bye 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 I mean I guess we probably do but <laughs> Maybe while they're still young and younger, it'd be better. So anyway, you guys, like I said, I'm sorry about the little technical difficulties I had last week, but you guys are so awesome. Thank you for all your help with this show. Um, keep sending me stuff. Like I said, I'm going to have uh, the guys from the other InSync podcasts on this show pretty soon. I'm going to have, have some more guests lined up for you guys. Um, you know, I'm just going to keep doing what I can to make this uh show the best show it could be 
I'm up to I'm open to suggestions like you guys have been sending me. I appreciate it. Um, thanks for listening, and I'll see you guys next week. Bye.